Okay, campers, rise and shine. And don't forget your booties, because it's cold out there today. It's cold out there every day. What is this, Miami Beach? <laughs> For the next two weeks, it's cold. Oh, my goodness. How, many, how deep cut is that? <laughs> that was a deep cut we just did. Yeah, it was good, though. It was good. I thought it was. Hopefully, if you're listening, you'll know what that reference is. If you know what that reference is, give us an email. Yes. Localchurchpodcast at gmail.com. You might get a free book. Because nobody's emailed about this free book. Wow. Uh, no, but it's uh, cold for, what, two weeks, I think? Man, it's, it's, it's the whole country. At least for our area in Kentucky, in the Ohio Valley, it's freezing. We got about a dusting, I think. I don't think Yeah, we got, we got a little bit. It's more the temperature. And they claim, you know, more precipitation is coming. And at this stage, when it's this cold, it's just going to get worse. But I'm looking at, you know, uh, uh, you know, we, we follow some football stuff around here. And today, on the day of this recording and the release, yeah, yeah. is supposed to be the NFL playoffs. And then they were going to have the Buffalo Bills v. Pittsburgh Steelers game today. And uh, I just saw some live footage of what the field is like in Buffalo, and it is crazy. Really? Um, that the city of Buffalo has put out a call to anyone who wants to help, 20 bucks an hour if you show up at, like now, uh, and start shoveling. What? And it's perpetual shoveling. Like, it's going to go from now until 4 p.m. tomorrow, just keep shoveling because the snow is just going to keep coming. Yeah, but like, you said $20 an hour. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. You can get that at McDonald's now. <laughs> That's and true. it's cold That's outside true. out there, especially in Buffalo. Like I, I don't know, man. I watched that game last night of the the um, Chiefs and the Oh yeah, it looked bad. Miami and <laughs> Big Red, the head coach for uh, the Chiefs, had frozen snot on his mustache, like icicles, mustache sickles, really hanging down. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, man, it was cold. It's just miserable out there. Stay inside, folks. <laughs> Hunker down and listen to a good podcast. You're listening to a local church podcast hosted by my dad, Pastor Ryan Marco. Be sure to leave a review and share this resource. Love God, love people, make disciples. So we're back. We're back. Like the radio guys. Hey, campers. You mentioned something uh, over the uh, the announcement of this is our podcast. Yes. That when you try to uh, tell your Alexa to go yeah. to the podcast, it doesn't work. No. So. Yeah. I, I'd say to Alexa, uh, you know, I talked about this earlier, you know, actors who won't watch themselves yeah. on mo in movies. I, I'm not that guy. Yeah. No, we're totally <laughs> narcissistic. Yeah. I want to hear my own <laughs> podcast all the time. So I try to tell the robot in my bedroom, hey, go to a local church podcast. And there's another podcast out there that's similar to our. Yes. There are many local church podcasts. Yeah. There's They're plural. Uh, we are a local church podcast. So, and I know you tried it and didn't work on that. Yeah. We're going to work on that. We're going to figure out what that is yeah. all about. Um, but there are many local church podcasts. This is the only a local church podcast. Yeah, it is. So just know that going ahead. We got a lot of things to talk about today. Yeah. We're going to look at the J.I. Packer book, right? Of course. We're going to look at the summer review. We're going to yes. look at some current events. And uh, we may get it. Who knows? Who knows where we're yeah, going to jump into? It's just an adventure. Choose your own. Yeah. Oh, ooh. how about that? That's a good segue. Thank you. Thank we'll, you. We'll talk a little bit more of that. Did you read Choose Your Own Adventure books back back in the day? I 
didn't to the level of which I'm gathering that you did, but oh, I enjoyed them. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Anytime we went to the library in middle school, I was choose your own adventure. That's where I went. Uh, or Army, <laughs> or anything <laughs> Army, right, gotcha. related. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot of Choose Your Own Adventure, man. I loved, and I've got to the point where I was like, you know what, I've read all these before. Yeah, and you know how to how to I just skip to the back, and like, <laughs> that's the end I want, and yep. then I go backwards to the page before <laughs> that. Um, and so, trying to figure it out backwards, it's kind of cool. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let's jump in. Okay, man. Uh, we start with the meat, right? We talked about that that's a lot. That's exactly right. Um, glory. This is a podcast about meat. God. <laughs> And the Holy Spirit and our Savior. Yeah. And speaking all of, of which, uh, we need to do a, a probably a, a segment on barbecue, just meat. Oh, yeah, we could. Yeah, smoked meat. It's because it, it, it's hard. To, it's hard for me to talk about barbecue in this in these weather conditions. True, but you can still do it. You, you definitely can. Definitely I, I'm do sure it. watch enough of it on my feeds. <laughs> uh, it just makes me jealous. I just want to be out there so bad. But all the guys who you know record that stuff record it in the summer when oh, it's yeah. awesome and you're like, man, I gotta wait six I months. I did a smoke in the snow once. It was right when I first got the smoker a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, 2020, I think. And I, you know, mine's electronic. It's yeah. Bluetooth. I can do it from the house. I didn't like going in and out, checking, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I if I'm going to smoke meat, it's going to be in the crock pot or stove at this point. <laughs> Which isn't smoked to me. Right? Yeah. Uh, you can put that little fake smoke stuff. What is it called? Liquid smoke. Liquid smoke. Yeah. I've never tried it, but anyway, back to the topic at hand. Okay. Glory. Yes. Glory. Uh, this is topic 23, J.I. Packer. It's glory. Now, when you say the word glory, what comes to your mind? The movie. Yeah. yeah glory. The movie. Um, Matthew Brother. I think of like a bright light, right? Uh, just, ah, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Angels singing. Yeah. Uh, but J.I. Packer jumps in. He talks from different angles on what glory is and from different perspectives, uh, whether or not in the Old Testament, whether or not just in general God's glory. And so help us break it down, Ryan. Yeah, he starts the whole thing off with Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 28, where he says, Like the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud on the day of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness all around. Yeah, that's what I think when I think of glory, like yeah. just this bright, ah, uh, moment. Yeah, and so the question is, when you think about the glory of God, um, what what is that? What is that all about? And there are several schools of thought on it. Uh, one of the most dangerous that's out there is this idea, at, at, which is true but misunderstood. And the the truth is that God's goal. God himself, his goal is his own glory. And while that's true, and we're going to help break that down, or Packer helps yeah. break that down, the misunderstood part is that when people hear that, they're like, okay, so we're just talking about this egocentric uh, being that has created his creation so that they will glorify him. Yeah. And, and it's all about ego. And Packer's... This entire thought, this entire chapter, whatever you want to call it, his whole point of breaking it down is to help the the reader understand that there is, it is not an egocentric concept for God. It is instead this, well, he uses the word conjunction, where these two ideas come together in to create proper perspective. And so the two ideas that come together are the ah that you described, like the glory of God. And Scripture talks about that in the Old Testament a lot, New Testament when the, the glory of God was revealed in His Son, and all of these, these moments where God's awesome 
darkness, yeah. uh, the glory of God is revealed to man. But then the conjunction comes when the proper understanding of, okay, now I've seen the glory of God, I get to then return that glory to my creator whom I understand who it is. Yeah, there's a lot. It is. And you mentioned conjunction. And yeah. we had to pause here for a second. Conjunction, junction. I was going to go with the great conjunction. Okay. From the Dark Crystal. <laughs> Jim Henson and all that. Yeah. If you have time today, as we're talking about God's glory, go to look at one of the best puppetry movies ever created. Name another one. Muppets Christmas. <laughs> Muppets Take Manhattan. <laughs> Muppets Pirates theme, whatever what, that movie what is. What kind of a statement is that even? Okay, I'm not a Dark Crystal fan. That's this, so the re- listener understands. Yes, you need to know that up front. We he are we Dark are Crystal. on opposite sides of this argument. The Dark Crystal the is up there with the Neverending it Story. It's up there with Flight of the Navigator. I, I it's love up there with them. Gremlins. It's, it's up, not. It's up there with any 1980s movie you can think of. If your sales pitch is one of the greatest, no, 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 no. it is the greatest puppetry movies of all time. That does absolutely nothing for me. Anyway. <laughs> There's a great conjunction where all the planets align, and it's called the great conjunction. God's glory is the great conjunction, right? Yeah. So all of the stuff that we see in the world around us, whether it be through nature, through miracles, through anything, when even God's presence, right, it is his glory, and the purpose of his glory is that we adore him. Yes. Uh, not that he's an egocentric maniac, right? right. We've already talked about that. But that it, remo- it moves us to respond, right? It moves us to... Uh, something, and you're going to help us break it down. Yeah, the uh, the 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 idea, and I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but this is my my brain and heart went to this idea, like the idea of if you're not glorifying God, then you're glorifying an idol. Yeah, uh, and and the idol it had did nothing. The idol did nothing to uh to put to to create salvation to create to do anything it's yeah. just a thing god won't compromise or share his glory with something idle like and similarly if you're not if you're not uh, uh giving glory to an idol then you're likely giving glory to yourself i got you so if and, even if i don't think about god right i'm giving glory to something something you're idolizing something yeah, you're glorifying something, something. Not yeah. idolizing. you're glorifying something so let me Let's pause here for a second. Okay. Like, say I miss church. I don't, I don't want to go to church because then the big game's coming on. Yeah. Right? Am I glorifying that game? You are. That's what you're saying. Yes. So if I give more of my, if I give more of myself to cheering on a game, right, or cheering a sport, I'm giving that glory or I, I'm, I'm praising that glory of that thing. Right? Does that make sense? That what you're it saying? does. Yes, okay. that's exactly what okay. what Packer's getting at. Sorry. No, it's okay because we're glorifying something. We're yeah, I wanted to glorif- pause there because no, I think it's important. I do too. Yeah. So we're either uh, uh, Packer. It says you know I've, we're either glorifying this idol or we're glorifying ourselves. Oh, okay. So that's, not necessarily glorifying the sport. It's just me. One of the things, like he says, uh, he, he's like, there's there's three oh, ways you, you that God that. isn't going to compromise his own glory. I wasn't paying attention. God wants his, the, 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 the fact that he is creator yeah. and God to matter to his creation. And if it doesn't matter to our, to, to us, the creation, then, then we're not giving our glory to the to the it's this conjunction yeah. where the two things come the together. great conjunction the great conjunction yeah. okay we're instead either glorifying something uh, uh, through idolatry or we're glorifying our own selves thinking that we have done something that is worthy of nice. our giving glory 
And and Packer's point is neither of those things contributed to anything. You did nothing. Yeah. Neither did this idol or whatever it may be. Fill in the blank with what you're giving your attention to. God is God. Yeah. He has revealed His glory to us. Thus, our response is to glorify Him. I like it. I like it. Hey, one of the things that we talked about about glory. I don't know if it was on this podcast or if it was maybe in a sermon. When we say the glory of God, oh, it was uh, during Advent, and an angel appeared to the shepherds, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we see in the Old Testament the glory of God. It's his, um, what does Packer say? His worth, his wealth, his splendor, his dignity, uh, the weight of God. Uh, Moses even says at one point in Exodus, let me see, your, let me see you, mm-hmm. uh, or let me see your glory. Or your face, something like that. Yeah, he's like hiding that rock. And maybe I'll pass by. And God said, I can't show you all of it. Right. right. But your I'm face just, will melt. I'm just going to show you my backside. Yeah. Right. And even that was enough to change Moses' appearance. Right. Right. Um, and so how do, we, how, do I, how do I apply something like this? To That's my a life? great so question. How, I mean, how, I, yeah, we can get into this theology stuff and talk yeah. about, you know, all these, these, these high level of thinking highfalutin yeah highfalutin stuff like this is the same idea we talked about in our men's group when we talk about theology that word is a little bit scary in and of itself just because uh, it's highfalutin stuff no let's get practical about this and I think you made the good point in the middle where you were asking about what are we spending our time focusing on yeah are we even praying to this God do we even talk to him yeah. Uh, is he included in our life? Is is and Packer goes into a little bit of the descriptions about not just where our mind is, but where our actions are and what we're spending our time doing. And I would challenge our listeners to uh, you have in the past, if you're a social media person, go back and look at your posts and see what they're about. Yeah. You know, if you're posting about, you know, the, the politics or if you're, your job or you're lament, you're complaining about whatever it may be, the restaurant in town that didn't get done, you know, <laughs> uh, okay. But if that's what, where your heart is, yeah. you know, if that's where your mind is, that's where your heart's going to It's going to come out. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I'm not a social media guy in terms of posting stuff. So I have to look at, like, I, I look at what I, where I spend my time. Yeah. And, what I'm reading or consuming, we talked a little bit about that in the scripture this morning, what I'm putting in, um, it, it, it impacts what I'm putting out. And for me, I, 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 it's just my brain works this way. I do a lot of uh, lists and checkboxes and things like that, not so that I can check them off and feel like I've accomplished something, but I need the discipline in my own yeah. life to to know, you know, hey, where you know, because otherwise, I'm just going to Netflix it, and you know, <laughs> which is there's nothing wrong with that, until it becomes, you know, obsessive, until it becomes, you know, an an uh, what an addiction yeah. or you know all these dangerous areas. You like Latin a lot. I know you talk about Latin <laughs> quite a bit, yeah. and I don't know why I joke about that. Um, but there's Latin phrases I've I've picked up on a lot of them through just reading on theology things like that, but. Soli Deo Gloria is one of them, uh, and that it defined the Reformation. If you don't know what the Reformation is, the 1500s, um, the Protestant Church broke off of the Catholic Church uh, because of penance and a lot of other things the Catholic Church was saying was this is how you do it, and we see in Scripture that's not how you do it. Uh, people who didn't have their own Bible, and they were like, hey, no, this is, you're doing it all wrong, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of thing. But Soli Deo Gloria is for the glory of God alone, right, or to the glory of God alone. And in your life, right, in my life, we can look at our daily lists, our daily schedules, our actions, our words, 
Does it bring glory to God? Does it bring praise, worship, adoration? Does it point people to God or is it pointing people to something else, right? I can look back on my life. There are times in my life when I talked more about sports or, um, you know, whatever I was mad about, right, than God. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we really have to take stock on what we say we are, right, who we say we are, what we say we're doing. Uh, Because I think as believers, especially, if we don't bring praise and glory to God at all times, uh, what are we doing? Right. And then we often hear, well, that church is a bunch of hypocrites. They say one thing on Sunday morning, but then they go and live their life another way. What you do matters, right? What you say matters, but who you worship will come out. Yeah. Um, in how you talk, how you make decisions, things like that. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like I, in no way am I trying to propose the idea that somebody's got a stopwatch or, you know, God's got some uh, scorecard and tally sheet where he's like, well, Ryan thought more about this thing today than he did this thing. So he goes into the losing column. That That's not the point. Yeah, the it's, point it's is, the more you put God in, right? That's exactly uh, right. And and if if our perspective, we, I, I've just been on this for months, I'm still on it, 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 isn't that God is my God, that gives my life its ultimate purpose in everything I do, then if, I don't, if I'm not in that place, then God is just another one of the things that I like. Yeah. You know, it's just... It, it, it shouldn't be he's going to win the race of all the things that are in my race, to quote a, a, a local pastor who wrote a book <laughs> called Not a Fan. He was like, okay, everything in my life, like I'm a Christian, I want all these things in my life, I want God to be ahead of those things in the race they're all running. Yeah, God isn't even on that in that race. <laughs> God is super, you know, supersedes all of that. And the fact that I'm a dad, or the fact that I'm a principal, or the fact that I, you know, am a Sunday school teacher, even none of those things, they are all to God's glory. Yeah. And and if we have that proper perspective, then then nobody's I, saying you can't talk about the big game. Yeah. Nobody, I think I think you, you can know. go even down microcosmic more, right? Uh, the breath that you take in your lungs yeah. is because of God, right? Therefore, He deserves all praise, all honor, all glory, that kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. No, I, th- I think I think perspective is key. Yeah. Can you talk about baseball? Can you talk about sports? Yes. Of course. Absolutely. In perspective. Yep. I would say that. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. In the matrix. Hey, <laughs> let's talk about the sermon uh, review. Right. We do this often because uh, that's what we do on Sunday morning. We, yes. we go to worship. We we hear uh, God's word spoke, uh, heralded. And so we want to apply it to our lives. Last week we started. Part one. Yeah, didn't finish. We talked more about who is the blessed man. Yes. Right. So this is from Psalm 1. If you didn't listen to last week, how dare you? One. But two, (laughs) go back and listen to last week's podcast. But Psalm chapter 1 starts with, Blessed is a man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. His delight is on the law of the Lord. On it he meditates both day and night. That's last week. Right? Amen. Yeah, man. That's who is the blessed man. And then we say uh, the other two questions was how is he blessed and why is he blessed? Right. And so the how is he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. Its leaf does not wither in all that he does. He prospers. So we'll stop right there. How is a blessed man blessed? He is like a tree, right? It's a metaphor planted by a stream of water. If you're a tree by water, what's going to happen? You're gonna your roots are gonna yeah. get the your roots are gonna go deep. You're gonna grow, right? You're gonna get the nourishment you need. Um, and so the person who plants his or her life in Christ has all that he or she needs, right? 
Mm-hmm. The person who plants his or her life in the things of this world, whatever that may be, titles, money, material, you know, the bigger house, whatever. Popularity. Um, yeah, that stuff might give me satisfaction for a blip, right? But then what am I going to do? I want the next big thing. I want to mm-hmm. keep going. Uh, I'm never be nourished or satisfied, right? So that's kind of hopefully the connection uh, that came out there. Um, he uh, yields its fruit in its season. This was a little bit, I, I went through this, I think, too fast, this part, uh, personally. But the verse that I use as a cross-reference was Jesus says to his disciples, John 15, 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, I and I in him. He it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Yeah, and this goes back to what we were talking about earlier with the, you know what you put in is what comes out. Like, like if, you're, if your entire goal, if your entire existence is, is, is chasing the dollar or chasing the brass ring or getting popular or the new job or the promotion or whatever it may be, that is what's gonna. That's your fruit. That's yeah. where you're gonna. That's what you're showing. That's I, what you're providing. Doesn't Paul say somewhere? And that's, uh, forgive me. I usually have scripture pretty close to my brain. Um, oh, Jesus says it to the Pharisees uh, when he's talking about like teaching them in the Sermon on the Mount. Um, don't be like the Pharisees who just try to get the reward now, right? Because that's where you're. Yeah, you'll get rewarded now, but there's nothing in the end. Uh, if, uh, similarly, yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, they're get they've already gotten their yeah, reward. Yeah, like the rewards. Stay, has, the rewards has to here. do with where you when you pray. Yeah, go into the go into a quiet room and pray. Don't stand on the corner like the Pharisees. They've already gotten their reward yeah. because people pay attention to them. Yeah, similarly to the, to the where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. Right, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so bearing fruit, I mentioned a little bit. If I'm in Christ, if I'm planted in Christ, right, I'm by the I'm like a tree planted by streams of water. I'm going to bear fruit because. My faith is in the right place. The Holy Spirit's living in me. I'm going to display love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self control. Yeah, we could we could go down this road, and and maybe someday we should. But when it says stuff like uh, yield fruit, like uh, my mind automatically goes to James and the idea of works and and that and that kind of thing. And I don't think that this is again. This is about some scorecard where we're yeah. keeping track. This is. A natural what 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 script what the psalm is teaching us is that the blessed man, who's we when we part one go back to last week and listen to it if you're if you're meditating on the scripture if you're chewing on that if you know that then your life is is blessed and you're the fruit that comes yeah, out that's of that's the fertilizer yeah. that's just what yeah. it just will be what comes out of you yeah vice versa but the flip side right if I'm not planted in Christ I'm not planted in His Word right. What else am I going to put in? I'm right. going to put in all the things I'm scrolling through, all the things that people are saying, whatever. It kind of, kind of goes on a negative. But he also says its leaves does not wither, right? Um, this, I didn't have a whole lot to say other than, you know, dry skin, dead skin, that kind of stuff. Um, leaves wither. The But the connection here is I've seen people on their deathbed that know Jesus. I've seen people go through really bad things that don't know Jesus. You can see the difference in their heart, their eyes, their words. That You can see that, Right. Uh, though I face death in this life, if my faith is in Christ, there's life there. There's the leaves aren't withered. That's right. Uh, if I'm if I'm not in Christ and I face tragic things, I'm going to run after, chase after anything that I think that will help me. Um, and if it's not Jesus, it's not going to help you. Right? There will be dead, dry leaves. This is a really hard sermon, I think, yeah. uh, because you have two choices. Right? You have two people that are mentioned: the blessed and the wicked. Nobody wants to be called wicked. Right. Nobody wants to be called sinner. Um, but that that's where the psalm goes. It goes to two paths. Um, and so 
it also mentions whatever he does, he prospers. Now, you're a Christian, right? And I believe you have your, I believe you place your faith in Christ. You, you walk that life uh, as the Holy Spirit enables you to do that. Are you a millionaire? No. Oh man. So what does this mean? Like if, if I'm, if I'm to prosper as a blessed person, what does that even look like? It means I have the Midas touch. Oh, <laughs> what, what, that's what you said. I loved it. Like whatever I touch is going to turn to gold, baby. That's what it's that a, means. It's a fortune. <laughs> no, uh, no. We, we, we know that it's not there. And so right. I, I connected it with Romans eight, right? The, the, the prosper in the Christian life is not the same thing as prosper in the worldly life, right? Or the life that leads to destruction, right? It, it's not the same. Yep. The world tells us invest here, do this, yada, 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 buy and this. You win yeah. the race. If you have the most stuff, yeah. That's get, what the get the most tells. toys, yeah. get the best titles, that's it. That's prospering. Sorry. In the faith, prospering is knowing that I have a secure home uh, in glory, right? In heaven with Jesus. That's that's where the treasure is, right? Not, not Now, here, I, w- I want to be careful here. Is it wrong for a Christian to be a millionaire? No. No, right? It's Is it wrong for a Christian to take care of his family? Absolutely not. No. Is it wrong for a, Christmas, a Christian to go on vacation? No. no. Right? Um, and so, but the idea here is that whatever circumstance I face as a believer, as a blessed man, because of my faith in Christ, I prosper because I have the right perspective. I think we keep going back yeah, to perspective. This, this life is temporary yeah. and nothing in this life is there. That's the confusion. People are yeah. like, well, you mean prosper? Like I'm going to, the worldly definition of it, I'm going to have money. I'm in a big house. I'm going to yeah. have all the comforts of this world. And the, that's not what it's talking about. It's talking about this, this world is temporary and, Jesus himself said the the path is narrow. It's hard. Yeah. It will lead to persecution. It will happen. <laughs> if These they things, hated me, they're going to hate you. Right. right. If they persecute so, me, they're going to persecute you. But the prosperous nature of it is that we serve a risen Savior who has won. Yeah. That, who, ooh, yeah. That's no. Sorry. Yeah, you just no, no, you yeah. a little bell went off my head. Um, Jesus died. Right. And, and he is the son of God. Yes. <laughs> but he that, rose again. That's right? a great point. This morning in my class, I was teaching Acts 13 and, and Paul makes this his like his first recorded sermon. And he <laughs> makes this big, long speech to the Jews and the Gentiles. And he's like, here's your history. Very similar to what Simon did earlier yeah. in that in the book. And he's like, here's your history. And Jesus died. And if he stopped his sermon right there, oh, that's yeah. a loser. I mean, that's the <laughs> end. You know, and yeah. he, he's just another guy. But the very next verse is. God rose him from the dead. Yeah. That is miraculous. That doesn't we talked about miracles last week. That doesn't happen. That's impossible. It is the evidence that all those listeners and us today need to understand death can't conquer. The yeah. it, the, the the battle has been won. The sacrifice has been made on your behalf. Now we can live the blessed life because of that. And 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 know that prospers isn't in this ter- in these yeah. terms, but it's in the the terms ahead. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, I use Romans eight, and I I, I unpacked a little bit. Was it a good unpacking? I Was loved it. it. Yeah, oh yeah, because I didn't have it in the notes. I just have the the references right. Um, Romans eight twenty eight. We all run to that verse. Even believers, even non believers, use that verse, right? Yes. And here's what the verse says, and I want to break it down a little bit, and I want you to jump in uh, to help us because I don't really remember everything I said, but. Romans 8.28, just before that, Paul says the whole earth is groaning to be made new, right? It's just groaning, it's it's decaying, it's dying, things like that. Romans 8.20 says, he says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. Now, I want to pause there because that's where we mess that verse up a little bit. We often say, hey, 
man, don't worry about it. Everything's going to work out for good. But what does that verse tell us? Right. I want you to break it down for us. So uh, this verse is uh, uh, what you're talking about, the misunderstanding there, yeah. is the same that people use with, with Philippians 4.13. Yeah. It's the <laughs> same that um, I think there's, uh, we just read it this week in our study of Mark, and I can't recall, I can't place my finger on it, but it's something along these lines of basically, you know, I can do anything. Yes. As so long as It's Jesus, all possible with God. It's all right. possible, right? Yeah. Uh, I can do anything is the, is the root of that. And the misunderstanding here in Romans is that, um, you know, it, it has like as if it has something to do with me. Yeah. That's the purpose. That's the thing. Uh, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. No, that's not what that verse says. Our team can win the game if God yeah. deems it so. Yeah. That That's the misunderstanding. And the point here, and, and you didn't really say all those things when you were, yeah. when you were preaching this morning, but it was... This doesn't have anything to do with us. It has everything to do with what Christ has done for us. Yeah, specifically believers, right? Yeah. It, the blessed life, right? We know that for those who love God. Who loves God? Not everybody. Right. Right? Those who place their faith and hope in Jesus, those are the that's the category, right? But God is working out all these things, and then he's, he breaks it down into all the circumstances that a Christian could face in the Roman world, right? But also in our world today, Um tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, or sword. It's like we're being killed like sheep led to slaughter, right? Well, but the, but, but you didn't say this this morning, and you know those you said those are external things. What, what, what's, what Paul's saying here in Romans or the, isn't that those things aren't going to happen. Yeah. They are going to happen. Yeah. The, the, the tribulation, the distress, the persecution, all those seven things that you listed are going to happen. Paul's question is, do those things then separate us from God? Yeah. Oh, I skipped that verse, yes. But yes. Um, and so the blessing, the prosperous, right, um, is the perspective of that no matter what I go through, yeah, it can't separate me from the love of God in right. Christ Jesus, right? That's the blessing. I think that's that's the big part uh, as we walk through this. But then you have the flip side, right? Verse 4 and 5, the wicked are not so. Now, again, we I even mentioned this in a sermon. Nobody wants to hear this yeah. this part. But we have to hear it because it's in Scripture, right? Jesus even talks about the two choices, but this is Psalms. Uh, the, but the wicked are not so. They are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, uh, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Now, just a really drive-by you know, understanding of this. The flip side of not placing my faith in Jesus is not being blessed, right? Though the world tells me I'm blessed because I have a lot of things, that's yep. not so. Right. The wicked don't get to enjoy or experience the blessing of being like a tree planted by streams of water, but they're like the leftovers that the wind blows away, right? Yeah. They're not even around. Yeah. Um, and it leads into the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor the congregation of the righteous. Now, these that sentence alone makes me think about church, mm -hmm. right? This has nothing to do with church. This is the end. This is the end. Um, the stand in the judgment, the wicked can't stand the judgment because they'll fall down. Yeah. There's nothing to hold them up. They have no uh, righteousness of their own, right? That's uh, right. And so they will fall before the judgment or fall in the judgment. Um, they moved to the left. Yeah. And then they can't even sit with the, the, the congregation of the righteous, right? Yeah. They won't be on the right uh, with God. And that, hopefully that can came out. It did. Uh, in the Especially when said. you quoted John. First John, yeah. Uh, the, if we confess our sins, no, oh, the, no, the, Matthew. The oh, I thought it was, I'm sorry. Wherever it was, I'm not have it in front of me. But the, the sheep and the goat. Yeah, the yeah, judgment. that's Matthew. Yeah, that's the oh. end. 
Not you're, John. You're, you've already skipped all ahead. No. Sorry, sorry. Um, but the thing is, it's like, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, right? Um, and then we move into, so what does it mean if they can't stand, right? Well, that's, we already said that. They fall in the judgment uh, and they won't even be with the congregation of the righteous. They won't enter into eternity with the blessed. And then we said, why are they blessed? So why is the blessed man blessed? It's because the Lord knows them. Verse six, the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish, right? So yes, God knows what's going to happen to both, but he knows the way of the righteous, right? Uh, and it just says, but the way of the wicked, it's going to be perish. It's going to be destruction. And I read Ephesians chapter one. I don't know if it fit. Does it fit well? Uh, you know what? I made, I wrote in the margins of my, uh, of my notes, uh, that what and you just kind of went over it real quickly right there. I want to go back. Uh, this idea of God knowing me. Yeah. And so when you think about the magnitude, just go back to what we started this podcast with. When you think mm. about the the glory of the Creator of the universe, right? That awe inspiring God knows me. Yeah, knows on me. An by name. Per, knows <laughs> me. Knows the hairs on my yeah. head. Knows me. That is a blessing that that is incomprehensible. Yeah. We have to answer, we have to address this. It just came up. Well, what if I'm not a believer I'm listening to this podcast? Does God know me? He knows who you are. Yeah. But it's not personal. That's exactly right. Right. And that goes um, to the Matthew. That's hard to hear, I yeah. think. It's hard to say out loud. I never knew you. Yeah. Um, Is, Jesus says it. Yeah. Right? Uh, Depart from me, for I never knew you kind of thing. Yeah. And if you're be, ashamed of me, I'm going to be ashamed yeah, of there's you. There's hard words. I think we should do a sermon series on mm. hard yeah. sayings of Jesus hard or sayings. hard whatever teachings I of Jesus. I like that. Um, but he, this... this I, I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. And I, I was going to wait for the end for this, but this is the right time to plug yeah, it in. Yeah, jump it in. This idea that you say, you know, we have this this middle ground. Uh, and I know you say uh, at the beginning of this sermon, these, these past two weeks, you know, people have two choices. You have either the blessed life or the wicked life. And no one wants to choose the wicked life. But I think... Yeah, no one's verbally going to say, yeah, right. I choose wicked. But I think that they also were like, yeah, but I don't have to be the, the, the preacher guy who goes all in on the other side. I think people, and me included, think there is a third choice. Yeah, And this mm. is the, the lukewarm choice. That I can coast through the middle... And I can straddle the fence, yeah. and I can look like a good guy, but I yeah. can live in both worlds. Another hard saying, though. Christ I, that's says exactly in right. Revelation, in I Revelation, will spit you out. I will vomit you. Uh, I right? think that's that. That, and I think t maybe too often. And that's I don't want to get into a hellfire and brimstone situation, but we don't talk about the hard sayings yeah. because we think there's this middle ground of comfortability. Yeah, we might, we might, we might go there this year. I think that's good. Yeah, because I, th I think, I think you're right. Or, or it's almost like an ostrich, right? You stick yeah. your head in the ground and you don't yeah. acknowledge either one. Yeah, that lukewarm. But you're like, I don't want to deal with any of this. Yep, I don't feel like it. Right, I'm or, just gonna keep my head down <laughs> yeah. and not. It's all gonna work out, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, but Jesus mentions it. The Psalms mention it. Right, God mentions it to His people in Deuteronomy. Like, it's life or death. It's yeah. blessing or cursing. Like you choose yeah and god lays it before us even today i think i think that's i think it's a really good point you you brought up i brought up ephesians chapter one the blessing and you can go look at ephesians chapter one verses three through 14 read that that's the blessing forgiveness yeah. salvation uh pre uh, adoption as sons right uh, uh uh inheritance all that is the blessing and i want to i want to end with the matthew because you brought it you 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 thought it was John. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but it was good. But you brought it up 
and I want to read the the passage that I read. I thought it was a good ending to, to the thing. Uh, Jesus is saying to his followers, when the Son of Man comes, he's talking to himself in his glory. Again, it goes back to the word glory. Um, and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates sheep from goats, blessed and wicked. That I added that. Yeah. <laughs> and he will place the sheep on his right but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right, come you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you for the foundation of the world. He goes on and describes why the there's two groups, right? At the end of this, he says, then he will say on his left or to those on his left, depart from me, you cursed into eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. That's hell. Yeah. Wicked. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Jesus gives the two paths or the end result for two paths. Why are we speaking about it more? Right? Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, do we do I do I do I like preaching heaven and hell? No. I don't like preaching to folks that are sitting, even I've mentioned this morning, I don't know everyone's heart in our congregation. I hope they hear the gospel when I preach, right? But also hope they hear the for those who are not in Christ. Their faith isn't in Christ. They will stand in the judgment of a holy God. But those who are in Christ will stand and give an account for their life based on how they live their life, you know, for Jesus, for his glory, things like that. But the the outcomes are drastically different. Yeah. Right? Um, and so that's kind of where we, that's the sermon today. I liked um, it. That's where we, where we left it. it uh, my wife had to step out and do nursery this morning, but she was able to stream it live uh, and she grabbed me afterwards and was was moved and um, just just felt like today's message was was on point. She felt the spirit and uh, was was really grateful to you for it and um, not to you but to to the word yep. for what it was. And uh, I thought I thought you wrapped it up really really well. I know at the beginning you were you were thoughtful about timing because this was supposed to be a one yeah. a one sermon. I but felt like I was going really fast at the beginning. Um, but the end, I kind of left it with the response time, yeah. right? And then I really pushed it, I think, towards the church more than anything. Yeah. Was we know how these two paths turn out, yeah. right? And if you're a believer, if you're not telling somebody about the gospel, the good news, when mm-hmm. will you ever, if not now, where will you, if not in your own community? And then uh, if not us, then who's going to do it? Yeah, it's almost like, you know, th- there are uh, two... Uh, there are a couple different paths you can take after having heard this presented to you. One, if you're a believer, you can either say, well, cool, I'm a believer and I'm blessed (laughs) and I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, sit by the river and, 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 and do the thing. Um, almost like an us and them, us against them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or you've got, now, you know what the blessed life is. What are you prepared to do about it? Oh yeah. You know, kind of a thing. And then the other side of that coin is, okay, if you're not in the blessed life category, there's only one other option. Yeah, you're, you're in the wicked. You're choosing. You're choosing. <laughs> and that's probably, you know, the, the uh, maybe not the more, but the just as important of a, a, a response, hey, what are you prepared to do, <laughs> you know, when, in, in with your life? Because you have made this choice. There's only two choices. Yeah, and I don't know if I explained the, the, as well as you did. You should probably do the invitation time, but um, no, I, th- I think that's good. 
Oh, we there's so much to say about a passage like this. And if you go into Psalms chapter two, it continues to talk about the King Jesus, yeah, right? He's right. he's the only truly blessed man, but his kingdom's forever, right? Uh, and we try to so much to build our own kingdoms. Um, when you can think about people who try to build wealth and all that just to say, my family's going to make it for generations to come, and it's not going to be forever, man. It's just not. If you're if you're focused on the wrong things. Yeah, you might feel a little bit of satisfaction in this life, but man, eternity is going to be way better uh, for those who are blessed, who are truly blessed by faith in Christ. It's neat how I, I don't, I can't comprehend fully how the Psalms evolve, uh, and you know, and, and why they're they're put together the way they are. But the first three, you know, this first one talks about the blessed life. The second one identifies Jesus as you know God's son and the Messiah to come, and and then the third one is is a psalm from David to God when he's on the run from his son who's Man, actually trying to kill him. Run. Yeah, and but it, I was I was sharing with some some kiddos I'm 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 working through the psalms with that you know that third one is is David saying I. I there's 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 a there's an army literally after me right now and god i can't do anything but turn to you which builds on the second one which was god you know yeah. establishing his king which builds on the first one which is you know it's so amazing how it all fits together in that way but you know to start the psalm and and what there's six verses in psalm 1 you know and to just to think about how rich that is and mm. how deep that goes and how fundamental that is to the Christian walk uh, impacts so much in our faith. Um, you could just live in, in Psalm 1 all year. Yeah, and I, unfortunately, a lot of people, well, a lot of believers think it's a us against them. Yep. We forget that we were once on that wide road, right? We forget that we were two once going to destruction or judgment you know, death, that kind of thing. I don't want to ever be in a place where I'm like a Pharisee and look down on people because they mess up or make mistakes. Everyone sins. Even the one who has been forgiven still sins. He's just been justified because of faith in Christ. That's right. Right? Um, it's never an us against them. It is always a, I'm here, I need to bring more with me. Right? Mm -hmm. It's beggars telling other beggars where to get food. Right? Love that um, And so let's move on. Get Shift that. little gears. There are some things happening in the world, but I want to mention, we talked about this. Our podcast is listened to by quite, um, almost millions, right? <laughs> almost, um, almost. And I was like, what's the demographics, <laughs> right? We wanted to talk about the demographics. 66.7% are male listeners. There you go. I Probably 40 is us, right? Because we just yeah, listen 40, to it. Yeah, 40 of the 66%. Um, um, all the time. But 16% is female. Come on, ladies. Get share the word this out. podcast. Keep yeah. sharing this podcast. Hey, speaking of, a couple weeks ago or last week, we talked about our new that one new listener. Yeah. Did, did she? No. She never. She didn't. Okay. <laughs> uh, she probably didn't listen yeah. after that first time she listened. <laughs> no. If you're listening, uh, give us an email: localchurchpodcast at gmail .com. We got a free book for you if you want to be the first to reach out and continue to listen. Big world news that I got today. I don't know if what you have. Well, I mean, sleeve. we talked about it in the beginning. It's just the weather that is so weather's impacting. If, crazy uh, town. Shelby County has a lot of uh, warming centers. Now, there's a difference between warming center and warming shelter. Warming center is there will be businesses, churches open so that you can get yourself warm. Look at there. There's also shelters yeah. where you can stay overnight if you have to, right? Wow. And so uh, if you get on Facebook, get on Google and say Shelby County warming centers if you need a place to get warm. 
or warming shelters. You can find those. I'm sure other counties have those as well. Uh, there are several churches in Shelby County this year doing that, and then also some businesses that are doing it as well. So That's cool. Uh, check that out. So be mindful of your neighbor uh, through this cold season. I've got a uh, big, uh, this is more uh, war type stuff. I know oh, it's okay. not up your alley. Um, the U.S. and uh, the Brits yes. have teamed together and they started targeting uh, Houthi rebels. I Those saw are, um, something about this this week. The Houthi rebels are armed by Iran, right, who wants nothing to do with the, the United States. Uh, and they're in Yemen. And so we have, uh, we, the United States and Great Britain, have been targeting several targets more than once uh, over a couple of nights. And so I would say the United States are now involved uh, militar- militarily. Mm. Uh, what does that mean for us as believers? It means make sure your family knows Jesus, right? One, but two, be in prayer for the armed forces, be in prayer for your government, uh, as many things will probably, you know, trickle down from this. Yeah. Um, and so our involvement, I guess, becomes uh, a greater at this point. Um, and so just be mindful that the things around us are temporary, right? Um, no, we don't have war in the United States, but if it were to come, it doesn't mean God doesn't love us. It doesn't mean God neglected us. It means life is going to happen, right? right? There's tragedy, there's ups, there's downs, there's all kinds of circumstances. Just because things are comfortable doesn't mean that I'm blessed. But when I walk through things that are uncomfortable, even like war, I can still be blessed because my inheritance, my hope, my outcome is in Christ, right? So that's kind of what I'm going to... Just on world events, that's yeah, kind of what I say. Uh, well done, yeah. man. That was um, great. Anything pop out for you that jumps off besides the weather? I know football is Fo- uh, the uh, Super Bowl's coming around yeah, the corner. NFL playoffs are happening right yeah. now. Um, college basketball is up and going big. Uh, well, I mean, it depends on who you're rooting for. Uh, well, it's happening. It is happening. Yes, Louisville did beat Miami, <laughs> who was three and eleven and three. Right, we were five and nine. Yeah, and Louisville beat, and then they lost the very next day to North Carolina State. Um, an average team, so but yeah, yeah, it's not uh, looking good for Louisville. Kentucky the had a hard parody. loss. Yeah, they lost yeah. Uh, on Friday night to or yesterday. I don't know. Yesterday. Recently, it was yeah, yesterday, just right? Yesterday, Gosh. Kentucky lost yesterday. If Texas you're listening AM, to this podcast, yeah. Kentucky lost yesterday. Wow, and uh, yeah, that was a bummer because they weren't even ranked. Lost um, into overtime, right? And they went into overtime. Yeah. They didn't deserve to get into overtime. They had the. They were tied with. 20 seconds to go and the ball. They could have just held it yeah. and gone for the last shot and made it or not, then gotten overtime. But they turned it over with like six seconds to go. And then it was. A you mentioned it. Mess. I think that's why college sports will always trump professional sports, just because of the parody. Yeah. Just because you never know what's going to happen. That's true. Uh, professional sports, you can probably go into most of those games and be like, yep, this team's going to win, this team's going to lose. Pretty much, unless you get to the well, close to the Super Bowl, right? When you that kind get of thing. into the conspiratorial aspect of the NFL, man, oh, it's rigged. It, it's like wrestling. <laughs> uh, I'm right there with them. It is just like wrestling. There's so much money involved. Why isn't it yeah, right? Um, yeah. But again, there's a lot of money involved in college sports. I think college sports more and more now. College athletes, they don't know that they're supposed to lose, right? And they yeah. just go after it. <laughs> the uh, ugh, I don't know about baseball, but at least you know you see it in basketball, professional basketball. There's not a lot of defense anymore, yeah. right? In it's professional like basketball, it's like you know what? We're just going to score 157. Let's not hurt each other. But then you have football. Did you see Patrick Mahomes' helmet yesterday? Yes. Like getting hit that hard. Maybe it was a faulty helmet, whatever. But man, <laughs> it had to be hit hard at the right spot to break like that. Broke his helmet. 
Yeah. Dude. So 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 the NFL's real. Oh, absolutely. It's real. No, it's rigged. You, I thought you said rigged. Yeah, you're I saying think it's Patrick rigged. Mahomes got hit with a metal folding chair. Oh, I think they went back after the game. Was like, hey, bro, that wasn't supposed to happen. Like you, <laughs> you flipped the script at that point. Like you messed up, right? Um, I think, I think they find him. I think the NFL is scripted. I really do. Okay, well, maybe go. not the each play, right? But I think the outcome. Are you scripted. are you a professional wrestling guy? I used to be. Yeah, you know Hulk Hogan, yeah, yeah. Junkyard Dog, oh, Macho yeah. Man, uh, Ric Flair. Woo! Yes. Uh, all that stuff, Andre the Giant. But past that, The Rock. Maybe I watched a little bit, and then I wouldn't even know uh, who the Goldberg. Current, Goldberg was uh, pretty big. Yeah, that, I was I in the army right that. after that. Yeah, I kind of I don't even know who the current wrestlers are, but I, I mean, that, Man, it's I still don't. going strong. Yeah, it's still do, a following. Do the kids, people know it's fake. Do, they is all Braden into it? If uh, uh, he was John Cena, like a little bitty kid, okay. he was like, da, 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 da. Yeah. He knows The Rock. He goes back and watch that. I show him some Hulk Hogan stuff. He likes wrestling. We just don't watch it anymore. We, I, we, I mean, we, I just we, wonder we, if, like when we were kids. It was a thing. That was what was on TV. When you when you had sleepovers, you all picked your wrestler and we wrestled yeah. and we did yeah. it and elbow flies. But now and, there's so much technology. Uh, there's so much. I mean, there's other things sense. to do besides watching two grown men sweat on each other, right? Nobody <laughs> wants to do that. So. <laughs> Um, that's all I got today. Me too, buddy. Hey, if you don't have a church to call home, Mount Moriah Baptist Church, it would be a great place to start. We're centrally located, Shelby County, Spencer County, Anderson County. Check out mmbcky.org to get in for more information. We'd love to have you. We'd love to give you some information about it. Um, as always, love God, love people and make make disciples. disciples.